three, two, one. HD Wow, July season four. Hey everybody, how's it going out there on the internet? Good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, this is HT Wow July twenty twenty one. It's episode forty eight of your favorite podcast for drinking in public and listening to music. Cause that's what we do. You're doing great. Uh, it's me and Toby, your best friends on the internet. And, uh, we'd like to take a moment to tell you that, uh, we have a wonderful sponsor, positive spin.com positive spin with a Z like the, the first like S not the second S positivespin.com uh, that's where you can win the HTWOW album of the month um, so we encourage you to check them out and we also want you to uh, become a patron um, there is a standing challenge if we reach a hundred patrons that uh, I will get on a BMX bike and jump Toby's trash cans on a homemade ramp so only you can make that possible. We've been sent said bike, right? Well, uh, I don't know. There was a patron who said that uh, he was the winning bid on a mongoose on eBay. <laughs> he was gonna, he was gonna send us the uh, BMX mongoose. He donated the bike. We're ready to go. Is it for real? Did he get in touch with you? Dude, he told us over and over he was not kidding. Okay, this is the bike for the jump. Okay, so yes, so, so we have the we have the bike, we have the trash cans, we haven't built the ramp yet because we don't have a hundred patrons yet. But when we get a hundred patrons, I will jump to my death on a mongoose <laughs> on a homemade ramp mm -hmm. over trash cans at Toby's house. Yeah. On the cul-de-sac. No, we'll do it at the club. It'll be even better. <laughs> we'll do it at the club. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so if that's not incentive enough, uh, by becoming a patron, you get the After Dark podcast, which is the more drunk and extended edition of this podcast. Um, it's great fun, and uh, it comes out every month. And you also get sweet merch. Uh, at the $5 level, you get a koozie that fits any kind of beer that you possibly could put in it, except for, I don't know, maybe like a 40, probably a 40 wouldn't fit in there. Uh, and you also get some stickers, so you can put that uh, like all over your gig bag or your laptop or just put it on the mirror in uh, some bar that you go to, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. And then so they'll have to scrape it off with a razor blade. Whatever you want to do. Or put it like in a urinal. Yeah, just put it in the urinal as a target. <laughs> yeah, like a target where you pee. <laughs> yeah, what? I don't care what you do. I'm just going to send you some stickers. Uh, and then there's uh, there's higher levels from there. We, we don't care about that. Uh, but please, become a patron. Help us get to 100 patrons so I will break my neck live on the internet. Thank you. Start. Pod. What does black metal mean to you? I don't know. Do, do they have that listed under their name or something? Yeah. I mean, under genres, it says black metal, black gaze, post metal, and screamo. What does black gaze <laughs> 
found HTWOW, episode 48, the July 2021 episode, featuring Toby Pipes, IT, at Toby Pipes on Twitter, and me, I'm Dave, Old Waver, at Old Waver on Twitter, and that was The Cure. In Between Days, a classic tune off of a classic record, Head on the Door, which happens to be the HTWOW Album of the Month. Woo! Yeah! Man, the album thing's really working out. That's right. So you can win a vinyl copy, a brand new pressing of the HTWOW Album of the Month, Head on the Door by The Cure. Just by going to our vinyl sponsor, Positivespin.com. Positive yeah. with a Z. Positivespin.com is a fine sponsor of this program, and they want to give you a brand new copy of Head on the Door. So all you have to do is once this uh, pod is published, sometime during the month that this pod is live and before the next one comes out, uh, click on the banner at the top of positivespin.com and uh, enter the drawing to win. It's very easy. Very uh, low threshold of difficulty. Uh-huh. Just give them an email. Could be a burner. Doesn't matter. What was the one last week again? Last month last was... Month? Uh, it was um, Joy Division Substance. That's right. Yes. Wow, we're giving away some good records. Yeah, and the one uh, before that was uh, the Smith's Hatful of Hollow, and um, our buddies at Positive Spin sent us uh, an email from the winner. Like mm-hmm. when they contacted the winner, it was uh, a young uh, Gen Z kid who was turned on to the Smiths by HT Wow, and Perfect. was so excited. To get a copy of Hatful of Hollow and do the deep dive into the Smiths. We're doing the world a service. We are converting people daily. Daily. To the hottest tunes of yesterday and today. And today. (laughs) And uh, if you are a noob, if you have not listened to HTWOW before, it's an acronym. Stands for High Tea with Old Waver. Because he's high tea and I'm old waver. And it's a song swap and a beer swap. We uh, play two songs apiece. We take turns. And we drink two beers. And in the olden days, we would stare at the beer cooler in the store and try and come up with a beer that neither of us have had before. Mm -hmm. But now we have a beer sponsor. And... I actually went and visited that beer sponsor today. The Pandy is definitely over. Yes. We are definitely post-Pandy because I went to Good Friend Package earlier today and saw our buddy Matt. He sends his best wishes to you, Toby, and all the uh, HTWOW listeners, really. He's a lovely human being. He is such a lovely human being, and he set us up with beers for uh, the pod and the After Dark. Um, You can check out Good Friend Package if you're in the Dallas area at 1155 PV Avenue. It's a great place for breakfast and lunch. They have a coffee bar in there, Cultivar Coffee. 
If you uh, want to, you know, if you're tired of the Starbucks and you're in the East Dallas area and you just want a place to camp out and do some work and have some coffee. Breakfast. And some breakfast or some lunch. That's a great place. And they also have beer to go. Um, and we are drinking for our first beer from Oscar Blues, which is best known for their Dale's Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. I think we maybe also have had their 1050 on the pod before. And this is a Imperial Red. This is a uh, high-octane beer. It's called Goodnight, but it's night with a K. Get Man, it? I totally get it. Get it? Now and this they is do a, the G. It's like he's. they're saying good A. Uh-huh. Do you get that part? Uh-huh. But they're saying good night, and then they did another twist with the K. So many levels. Uh, it's an 8.7, so it's going to get us a little bit lit. Um, and we then, need and, to. After the setup today. Yeah, we, man, this has been a hard day because both of us have had such um, pod-related setbacks. But man, we're, thank goodness. We're flying now. And this will really, really help us go. And, they, you know, Oscar Blues, they're so established they don't even need to put like a little story on the can it speaks for itself yeah they just um i mean it's got some trees looks like you're in a forest Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make a lot of sense i mean is it like night of sherwood forest kind of look no idea yeah there's no clues as to what exactly they mean yeah, because there's no uh, there's no knight on here. You no. would think that there would be a sword and a Mm-mm. some type of knight, but there's there's not. There's not. It's it's up to your imagination. It's whatever you want it to be. Mm. But it's delicious. It is pretty good. Yeah. Tasty. For uh, for uh, an eight and a half, it's quite smooth. I like it. I guarantee I'm going to down two of these before we switch to the next beer. I yeah. needed it. I, fe- I feel better already. Yeah, because you were trying to um, loop us through all of your fantastic uh, vintage equipment here. and Just some you, days. You were, you were defeated by a bad chord somewhere. It's one of those things that it's better to just let it be rather than try and figure it out right now. There was no way I was going to figure it out. So it's just... Let that go. Go back to our uh, portable setup that we've been using. Yeah. And how quick was that setup? About five minutes? Yeah, about five minutes. And we could have started an hour ago. Yeah. But so hey, who, hey. Who needs this whole room full of thousands of dollars of equipment? That's what. You don't need this anymore. It's like, I might as well just... Just set it all on fire? Throw it out the window. But it looks cool. It does look. There's a lot of, lot of knobs. Yeah, and if someone came in here, they wouldn't necessarily know that we're just that using we're not, this little <laughs> that tiny we're not thing using right? all of this stuff. We're just using that little oh. box over there. Yeah, which we could take to any room in the house. Right, and just do, do it this in the exact kitchen. Same thing. <laughs> which we might later. Yeah, you want to do this in the living room sure. tonight for Let's the do after the, dark? Yeah, we'll, we can do the after dark in the backyard. Yeah, maybe not. It's probably gonna be hot. You have your pad out, like you were about to say something. I know. I was about to say something really important, and then. Oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna set the scene that we are in College Station 
at uh, HTWOW Studios College Station, also known as the Station Studios. Welcome back. So we did last month at uh, HTWOW Dallas in my house, and uh, now we switch back and uh, we're partying College Station style, and I brought my kid with me to party with Toby's kid. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna pool party and do it up for the next yeah, couple we're, of days. Yeah, we're making it, you know, usually I'm a, a quick turn because I got things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to stay a couple nights. Yeah. Party it up. Let's get it. Because it's summertime, you it know. It is summertime. Yeah. And uh, we have some uh, summertime jams for you. After last month's Peel Sessions return to our roots, we touched that bass. So now we feel safe to take a little bit of a lead off that bass. <laughs> Um, so we're going to play some uh, new stuff, but the first thing that I'm going to play, and I think we should go ahead and just uh, kick it down. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's, uh, uh, I mean, I'm ready to party, and this is a party jam. We're going to play a brand new song from alternative radio, college radio, new romantic staples, all-time heroes, Duran Duran. Wow. Did you know that they have a new record coming out? You know, I knew that they were in the studio last year, but I did not know anything came out. There was, I mean, without MTV, how do you, how are you people supposed to know things? <laughs> right? Without Kurt Loder. Yeah. <laughs> without, yeah. Our Martha Quinn. Or what was the curly headed guy? Oh, um. God, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Don't remember. Um, but yeah, they were in the studio as far back as 2019, and this record was scheduled to come out uh, in the fall of 2020, but it got pushed back due to the pandy. It's a pandy record. And so uh, it has now been scheduled for release on October 22nd of 2021. Uh, the album is entitled Future Past, and uh, let's do a quick, quick little count here. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. This is their fifteenth studio album. Wow. Can you believe it? Do you remember Rio? Yeah, that was a good one. That was their second one. That was a good record. Yeah, so Future Past is coming out. Sometimes I like to say really obvious stuff. Well, you know, we do have to dumb it down sometimes you for, think for people who don't know no our readers are extremely intelligent yeah so this is coming out this october it was pushed out a year and uh it's the only single so far that has been released it's called invisible and it features a very uh special guest on guitar i don't know that uh, you're going to be able to guess but you can yeah let me guess try to guess after you hear it Okay. Um, it's in all caps. Does that? Oh, the 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 name of the song is stylized in all caps. Yeah, it's all caps. I don't know. I guess that means it's important. Um, but yeah, so we'll see if Toby can guess the uh, guitarist slash co-writer of this song after we hear. Oh, it. it's a co-writer as well. Yeah, he's getting a writing credit on this. Huh. I think I already know who it is. All right. Okay. Well. Stick that in your back pocket. I don't even have to hear it. That's how good you are. But uh, yeah, let's um, let's get the party started. This is Duran Duran with Invisible. Brand new. Brand. World premiere. Not really. On HTWOW. Wow. 
now. This is me thinking. Did you hear the sigh? Yeah. How's that sit? I like it. I think it's really cool. Um, Simon sounds great. Yeah. The whole... They're not... It's like it definitely sounds like Duran Duran, but they're not just going back to old stuff. That sounds new and good. Yes. Um, I didn't... It's hard to tell guitar-wise because there's not a ton of guitar. Right. It's um, kind of just licks here and there. Is it Nile Rodgers? That's a really good guess. Because he always does stuff with Duran Duran. Right. 
Uh, but it's not. Though, is no, it? it is not. They are working again with um, Mark Ronson mm-hmm. as the producer, but also uh, Giorgio Moroder is involved. Oh, really? Legendary producer. Disco. Disco man. Uh, also, Errol Aiken. Um, he's kind of a producer du jour. Golly, they got them all out, didn't they? Yes. Um, but the collaborator, the co-writer, and the guitarist on that tune was Graham Coxon. Really? Of Bleh. Huh. So That's yeah, cool. not, not uh, you know, not really a guitar-based song, but I guess you know they got in the studio together and he made it a little funkier. That's even cooler. Yeah, that it's um, not this guitar jam, and they all got in there and did a cool thing. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So I'm excited to hear the whole thing. Yeah, they're they're one of those bands that. Um, I wonder if that freaks a guy like Graham Coxon out still. Or do you think he's just famous enough himself that he's like, no, I'm good. Oh, like to be in the room with Duran Duran? I think he's fine. Doing a record? Yeah, I don't think he cares anymore. I bet he was nervous at first. Maybe. But yeah, the last uh, record before this one was Paper Gods back in 2015, which was pretty good. I don't really remember what was on it. Mm -hmm. Um you know, but they've uh, they put out records on kind of a every five year clip or so, right? Um, and they're all pretty good. Uh, they I wouldn't say they are like super relevant, but they are really entertaining and they sound good. Well, they do a good thing of the um, all their new stuff is good enough that you won't hate it when you go see them live when they break out the new stuff. Right. I think I did see them on the Paper Gods tour. Uh, they Where? Had, uh, at uh, American Airlines Center because they had Sheik open up. Oh, the Nile Rodgers Did he connection. play with them? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know if Nile Rodgers played with Duran Duran. I can't remember. Okay. Maybe he did on like Notorious or something. Came I out. bet he I did. I can't yeah. remember. Um, no, but, no. Notorious! But the, uh, the the live show was tremendous. And yeah, you're right. The the new songs that they work into the set don't feel out of place. Yeah, it's and not the, and go it's get not, a beer time. Yeah, it's not like, oh no, they're playing new stuff now. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited and happy. Good for them. How how old do you think they are? Gosh. I mean, are they are they pushing sixty yet? Could be. Let's see. I would think so. Unless they were like 13 and a let's see Simon Lebon. Oh my god, Simon Lebon's 62. Man, he looks great. He does. Um Nick Rhodes is 59. Uh John Taylor is 61. He looks tremendous for he, 61. He always looks good. And Roger Taylor, 61 also. Pace, do you think I'm gonna look good when I'm 61? I'm wanting to introduce our studio audience. Right. The heirs to the HTL fortune. Uh-huh. They're both in the room right now. Man, the royalties they're going to get off of this. Right. After we die. Oh, you know. Tens you, of dollars a year. 
for for generational wealth. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, what do we do now? Well, I, I before we get to your first jam, I did want to talk about um, writing down here with my kid. Okay. So, I I I didn't. And by the way, she I listened to or we listened to that jam on the way. The Duran Duran. The Duran Duran song, because I felt like it had a top forty bent to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a pop song. Bent. And so maybe she would like it. And she she gave it a thumbs up. Good. She didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but but then for the most part we were listening to um kind of a like hits of today Spotify playlist and we listened to the uh, the new Olivia Rodrigo front to cover. Yeah. And I had an observation about top 40 music that so when you listen to Kiss FM, you listen to the Top 40 station, you're listening to the radio edits of everything. Right. So I hadn't heard like the album versions of all these songs. So we're listening to Spotify and it's the album versions of everything. And there are so many cuss words in all these songs. Really? Like Olivia Rodrigo is saying fuck all the time uh. in her songs. Can really? You, yes. That's shocking. It's like she she wants to prove that she's so grown up since she was a Disney kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. I thought she, she was, was on Blizzard Bark, and now she's saying the f word. I thought she was songs. all nice girl. Yeah, yeah. The whole well, basically, the whole record is dedicated to her ex boyfriend. Oh, that's a bunch of a uh, bunch of hate songs, breakup songs, like Alanis Morissette's. Like yeah, like Taylor Swift. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I I kept on cringing every time there was a you know an S word or an F word or whatever, and God forbid Megan the Stallion comes on. Oh yeah, I can't have that. Can't have that. Gee whiz. I mean, I you know I'm I'm no square. <laughs> Is there a more square thing to say than I'm no square? Yeah, you can stop right there, Potsy. <laughs> what? Uh, but I was just, I was taken aback. I was shocked. I was shocked. Shocked and dismayed. Yes, that uh, they're poisoning my dear daughter's ears with all these curse words. I don't use dismayed enough. Is that right? Yeah. How do you spell that? D-I-S-M-A-Y-E-D. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the spelling part of the podcast. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. All right. The top the top forty and spelling part is over. So thanks thanks, for joining us, guys. Leave us to make millions for you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Go go make us a cheese plate. We make our own cheese plates. Yes, Sir Minesty. Yeah. Did you say Minesty? Whatever. Bye, Get some Bye. hot Cheetos. We got some flaming Cheetos in there. <sighs> oh, they're already gone? Oh, my God. All right. Get out! That was the family portion of the yeah. show. And you got an F word in there. Yeah, right in front of them. <laughs> Sorry. Don't wash my mouth out with soap. Well, what, do we, what, do, what do we do now? Do you want to play one of my songs? Yeah, that so makes I, no I, sense? I, well, yeah. I just, 
I don't know if you have listened to album versions of any of the top 40 jams. I mean, like Dua Lipa doesn't cuss in her stuff, so you haven't... Oh, no, she does. Oh, she does? No, she definitely does. And they're, they're definitely... Because the, at first we were listening to all of those when she would when she was a lot younger on Kids Bop. Right. And then Where we would hear... Where they changed the words. Yeah, then we would hear the original version, and I'd be like, hey. But they even... She has her clean versions. Like, you can even ask when you play it on Alexa or whatever, like, clean version of whatever, and they'll it'll be on there. Okay. I mean, she can she talks about sex stuff, but no right. words. Yeah. But um, the other stuff, no, she full on. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, these days, Dave. They grow these up fast. Days, they grow um, up fast. You know, I just... Kids these days. Yes. You know? We're, what are you going to do? We're using all grandparent <laughs> things taken aback. I'm no square, but kids I'm these no days. I'm no square, but I was taken aback. All right. Yeah. So what are you going to play? Where are we going? That'd be a good band name, taking them back, taking a back, taking a back. I was. Taking... Isn't there? Isn't there taking back Sunday? In the, yeah, but in that, how like do you say the phrase band? that you just said? Taking a back. Taking a back. Like a b a c k. Yeah, it's good. It'd be a so... good boy band name, like take that, but taking a back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, my brain is scrambled. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm playing a tune. About, are you, are, from, you, are from, you getting weird? From yeah, it's I'm going real synthy. I'm going synthy all through this, all through the after dark. So that French thing that you were playing earlier, you're not playing that on the pod. The Italian cafe music. Oh, <laughs> was that what that was? Yeah. Here's a tip for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you go to Spotify and just hit Italian cafe and bistro playlist, it's amazing. Yeah, or French cooking music. Yeah, French cooking music. Uh, anything like that, it's great. Yeah. If you just need to chill out, mm-hmm. you need some background music. Yeah. Well, I found out, and this is what was on accident, because I was sent a song from uh, Joe a while back, and I was like, I like this. And then so, you know, I go down through the other artists and stuff, and... Uh, Cause you're like a you're like a music detective. I'm a music, de- God, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> you just get me. I've been searching for what to call myself, and that is but it. Put that on your business uh-huh. card. Producer, label no. owner, music Nuh-uh. detective. Just music detective. <laughs> I love that. Um, but June was one of the songs. Do you know who June J-O-O-N is? No. There is another band, I think, from the Northeast or something called June Band, and they are, this is definitely not that band because they seem like a party band. This is a, uh, she's from, if you're Maltese, you're from Malta, right? Yeah. But. I don't, it seems like she would live in America now because she's on this label called Italians Do It Better. Have you ever heard of that label? Yeah, uh, Chromatics are on that. It's the Chromatics guy is one of the owners. Yeah, okay. Johnny Jewell? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know that? Because we've done Chromatics on the pod before. And we talked about the label? Pretty sure. I don't know. Huh, that's funny. Anyway, yeah. So almost 
80% of the stuff I'm going to play to for this pod in After Dark accidentally is from that. No, that's great. We can kind of showcase Italians Do It Better label. Sure. Which I think they're out of Portland and they have like a thing in West Hollywood. I'm sure it's the other guy that owns it, lives right. there. But I, I would say Portland, Oregon. Yeah. But um, I'm going to play a song by June. I don't know a lot about her. So J-O-O-N. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool tune. Is this uh, off of the her latest? Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot. You know what? I have something right here pulled up about it. Hold on. What's the name of the tune? The name of the tune is uh, Good Times. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maltese musician and producer June debut album Dream Again arrives fully formed 10 years after she began writing. Okay, so yeah. You know, I think she's just been putting out singles and stuff like that. I want to say that this was out. I'll look it up while we're doing this. Um, 2020. So it's relatively new. Okay. And it's new to us. That's what's most important. That's what's most important. So, would you like to hear it now, or do you want to... No, let's hear it now. Let's hear it now. All right, June. Good times.
How do you feel about that? I like that. That's a party jam, right? Yeah. She sounds kind of like uh, the chick in Chromatics a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember her name, but similar vocal quality. Yeah, I think when the guy started the label, he was like, I think the his co-owner person has another label that they send all the records through, mm-hmm. but he wanted to start basically a synth-based pop label. Right. And so, um, man, they got a lot of acts. Yeah, that sounds good. It also, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like they sampled the HTWOW bed. (laughs) (laughs) Do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, there it is. Yeah, there she is. Um, Yeah, but I like that. Uh, You know, and that's one of those ones that uh, I got sent that in a text and I'm like listening to it just on the phone even. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This is good. I like this jam. That's a good one. Good. And so the the your final jam is going to be off the same label as well? Mm-hmm. I'll play some After Dark off the label, too. Man. When I was going through all of them, I had no idea. And then they kept going uh, part of the Italians Do It Better group. Like, I kept reading, like, stuff about that. And I was like, is this one of those, like, producer groups that they all know each other? Mm-hmm. and but it ends, I didn't know that that label, I forgot that the Chromatics guy had a label called that. So, But they keep calling it under the Italians Do It Better group. That's funny. So I thought they were, because I think that song right there, let me see real quick. I want to say, okay, produced by Johnny Jewel. Oh, written by someone named Yasmin. Oh, maybe that's who June is. Okay. That, that's her, like, yeah, yeah, given yeah. name. Yeah. Um, okay, I thought that one had... Uh, there's a guy that I think has mixed this that's on their label as well. Um, but yeah, Johnny Jewel and June produced it. So, he's very hands-on. Yeah. You think his name is really Johnny Jewel? I don't know. I don't know. But he's, he's like one of those um, workaholic producer types. Yeah. Like, he just is always doing stuff. I like stuff. He's, um... I just don't like to do stuff. Yeah. I don't have the energy for that much stuff. I like people to give me stuff. Yeah, I like people that pay me for stuff that's real low effort. Mm-hmm. Like charcuterie. <laughs> oh, speaking of um, <laughs> Italians do it better, how about that Euro final? Hey! Wow. What that do you was know? a professional what do you know? segue chief. Do you see what I'm wearing? What do you, which one is that? See Por- Portugal away kit. Oh yeah. Yeah, when uh when I saw because I'm, you know, like Portuguese the third Portuguese. Who are you? Yeah, if you look on the Portugal bench, you just see there's Dave. There's there Dave. He is. There's Dave. <laughs> um when I first saw them roll out in these with the, uh, you know, the the hoops, the bars, mm-hmm. it's a good look. I was like, I have to have that, and now I do. Perforated sleeve. Yep, and it's uh, it's breathable. It's a breathe right. So yeah, here in the uh, sweltering studio with no AC. Cause, yeah, cause but we, we can't do that for the people. Ha- yeah, we can't have the hum of the AC in the background. Mm-hmm. It's it's wicking the moisture away from my body. We leave the AC on for the after dark. Yeah, because we don't care. No, we care, but we want to be comfortable. And most partying. of the time we forget to turn the AC That's off because we're tight. 
Um, yeah, I hope everyone had a good Euro, except for, uh, I guess, if you're an England supporter. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. But also, hey, Italians did good. They did you, good. you knew when it went to kicks that, I had no doubt about that it. England was going to find a way to fuck it up. England's going to choke on the penalty kicks. Yep. No doubt about it. And then immediately, Men in Blazers tweeted, 56 years of hurt. <laughs> Because when Three Lions came out in 96, it was 30 years of hurt. Mm-hmm. Dating back to the 66 World Cup. But now it's been 56 years since England has won crap. Yeah, man. They really need to... Uh, they need to pull something off. But, uh, hey. That was a good run. And they, they made it to the final. It's a they big have game. A, they big have game. a very uh, young, entertaining squad. They didn't... I heard... I heard it said that the worst thing that happened to them was scoring so early because then they kind of laid back. Well, then then they started doing what the England always does. They scored and then they just played defense the whole yeah. time. And you're like, that's not how you... Yeah, because when they, uh, when they played in the semifinal against Denmark, they, especially in the second half, they were pushing and pushing and pushing and had so much creativity and they were so fun to watch. And then the final, it was just a dud. Yeah, it was a dud. But uh, it was great times, and we had a uh, we had a little watch party at my house. We did. That was good times, Dave. Oh, we just played a song called that. Good times, man. Yeah. Is that what we're gonna call this episode? Sure. Because we're just talking about good times. We're just talking about good times. We're just having good times. We're just summer good times. It is summer good times. We're in the heat of it right now in July. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> I guess. It was a miscalculation on my part. I thought maybe, because I, you know, I just moved into uh, HTL Manor uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. That you patrons paid for. <laughs> oh, they paid for the equipment. <laughs> oh, sorry. They paid for the equipment in the man cave, not the entire house. Um, but I, I, we have a big backyard, and so I've I've been purchasing random like I'll have a random thought and I'll look something up on eBay and then three days later something will show up on my front porch and I'll forget that I ordered it <laughs> yeah so I bought like a um, an adjustable net that you can use for like uh, badminton or tennis mm-hmm. or like volleyball and then I also bought a uh, a soccer net that either ha- it's either a net or a rebounder. Yeah. You know, where it has like the taut net that you can, uh, you know, um, come back at you, come right back at you. Yeah. And so I, I had it all set up out there. Um, and it was basically just like decoration for the final. Cause <laughs> no one went out there. Cause it's too hot. Did, I gave it a shot. Did you kick it? Yeah, man. I nailed that thing. Dead center. Remember? Hit the target. I was like, oh, yeah. Why would they put the thing? Yeah, why right would they the put the target where the right where the goalie's standing? But uh you have to I mean if the target's there, you gotta take a swing, right? Yes. Yes, sir. But yeah, we tried. We tried to uh have a good time despite England sapping all of our life force. Boy, they sure did. That stunk. But also, hey, I don't hate Italy. No, it's good to see Italy back on top. They've that was had fun. a little bit of a lull, but I they, mean, what a classic game, England, Italy. Yeah, it's good. Makes you feel a, good. I mean, overall, that was a great Euro. 
had fun just every day, especially during the group stage. Yeah, the whole looking, tournament was looking awesome. forward to watching football. Mm-hmm. Denmark went so far. Sweden yep. went so far. I mean, it was it was good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Portugal had a crap tournament, but that's all right. That's okay. I'm not, you know. You don't have to hate I, I'm your no, heritage. I'm no, uh, I'm no Ronaldo, like apologist. I know he's a douche. He's but, no, but I, you know, but I gotta be true to my heritage. I think people give him too much crap. I think he's an all right guy, but that's because he played for Man U, <laughs> and he did so good. What years was that? Um, early two thousands. Nah, it couldn't have been that early, right? He ain't that old. Right, I'm gonna have to look it up. Damn, Damn it. it! So Ronaldo came to Man U as uh, a wet behind the ears young winger in 2003, and left in 2009 as the best footballer on the planet. Mm, so I was dead on. After 118 Premier League goals. Yeah, he was so good. Well, I don't know if those... That's all competitions, probably. Not just Premier League. Man, he was great. He sent people into a frenzy when he would get that ball, Dave. They were all very nervous. And that's what you need over there on that left side. Right? You need somebody that's a threat. Mm-hmm. I cracked a second goodnight, and you just uh, grabbed a... Corona light spacer, so maybe we just do. I'm the one that has to drive the golf cart to the pool. Uh, maybe we just do the the second beer after my next jam. How about okay. that? All right, I'm ready. All right, so um, I am doing a tune uh, by a band known as Deaf Heaven. Have you ever heard of Deaf Heaven? No, but I will tell you that that throws me off. Yeah, they are from San Francisco. And they are um, a black metal band. I knew it. They originally formed in 2010. Um, and they are about to put out uh, their... Uh, hold on. A black metal band. They're about to put out their... F- when you say black metal, you think of like metal bands from Norway, right? Yes. Yeah. They're about to put out their fifth full-length record, first since uh, 2018, which was uh, Ordinary Corrupt Human Love. The new album will be entitled Infinite Granite, and it's coming out in August, late <laughs> August. Um, no, here, in- listen. Infinite Granite. Yes, Infinite Granite. So, what does he- that mean? I don't. It doesn't mean anything, but here, listen. Listen to me. I'm listening. Listen to me. Where else can I go? (laughs) I have headphones on and you're yelling in my ear hole. Okay. So I know, I know that I've played a metal band on the pod before a band known as ghost. Yeah. I like ghost. Um, not a lot. And I know that every time I would play Holy ghost or anything that sounded like ghost, that you would freak out and accuse me of trying to promote metal on the pod. No, I don't care. What's wrong with metal? It's fine. And I, what I'm here to tell you is is that I am not a fan. I'm not a fanboy of Deaf Heaven. Mm-hmm. I do have in my library 
Ordinary Corrupt Human Love. I did download that back in 2018, and that was kind of their uh, transitional record because their singer, uh, George Clark, um, he kind of, on that last record, kind of experimented with more melodic singing. Okay. Like his vocals were always very screamo, black metal. Right? Okay. Cookie Monster? Yeah, Cookie Monster vocals. But they've always had this weird niche where they they were metal, but they were also a little bit shoegaze. They were also... um, they, they they really had kind of a genre unto themselves. And so on this new record, Infinite Granite, um, he has fully embraced melodic singing. Okay. That he's not screaming at us. He's singing to us. And I think you're getting me all. Uh, what's what's wrong with heavy metal music, Dave? I'm nothing. Fine. I'm fine with it. Nothing. I, I just, I feel like I need to defend this before I even play it because you're such a hater. I once made a record so heavy you couldn't get it off the turntable. It's true. You once made an album so heavy they would torture Iraqi prisoners with it. Yeah, that's true. Man, that's another thing I should yeah, put on put, my put Instagram that, thing. Put that Music on your... detective that made a, a record that they used to torture people with. Yeah, it's true. Um, no, I, I I don't want to say anymore. Um, I will say that there was an HTYLP1 that alerted me to this. Okay. I was aware of it. And I was going to listen to it, and then he tweeted me and said, you've got to listen to it. So then I went ahead and listened to it. All right, I'm ready. There's, there is uh, almost a Johnny Marr-esque... Don't do that. ...guitar sound <laughs> in this tune. Okay, are you going to say the name of the song? It's called Great Mass of Color. Did you already say that? No. Okay. I said Infinite Granite, <laughs> which the, is the name the, of the record. Off the, well, they're saying... Maybe this was listed as a single first. Oh, yeah, yeah. It probably came out as a standalone single. Okay. S- single. Oh, it's a six-minute jam. Yeah. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy it. This is Deaf Heaven on HD Wow.
How's that sitting? I feel like you kind of set me up a little bit. How'd I set you up? That's not a that's not a metal band. Well, they're evolving. Like I, I guess I haven't heard their earlier stuff, but that to me is just sounds like a um, like a shoegazy kind of early '90s pop band right. kind of thing. Yeah, like that. There, there didn't even seem to be any metal thing about that. I mean, they had the big ending, but right, it was like a My Bloody Valentine ending. He did, he did, he got some screams in at the end. Yeah, there was one. Just to let the people know that he can still do it. Right. <laughs> I guess. But, um, yeah, I would have never, if first time I heard that, wouldn't have thought ever that was a... Um, what does black metal mean to you? I don't know. Do, do they have that listed under their name or something? Yeah. I mean, under genres, it says black metal, black gaze, post-metal, and screamo. What is black gaze? <laughs> it's like shoe gaze, but oh, G A Z E, yeah. black gaze. Yeah, yeah. Give me a click on that. See what that says. Hey, that's your search history, Chief. <laughs> it's a fusion genre combining elements of black metal and shoe gazing. I mean, that's what I would see, but I don't even see the heavy part of it at all. I mean, when that kicked off, that could be anything we play all the time. Right. Right, but it sounds great in the headphones. Yeah, it's a it's a great jam. Uh, they've released a second jam off the forthcoming record that's also good. I may play that on the After Dark, or I may try and find a song off the last record to play for you that has some more, co- some Cookie Monster vocals. More than metal. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's long. Yeah, well, and that's the thing about the last record is like every song was long. Every song was like six to ten minutes. It was kind of like rock opera-y. Yeah, they they go for it. But yeah, it's like early 90s Denton band. Yeah, I know. That's what I said is that uh, as soon as it kicked in, I told you that when I first listened to this, I thought that that his singing voice, uh, George Clark's singing voice, Sounded like uh, your brother Todd's singing voice. It does. It man, I could picture him doing that easily. I mean, I'm sure George would bristle at that. <laughs> like, you sound like the dude from Deep Blue Something. <laughs> he doesn't know about the early days. Yeah, the Leper yeah. Messiah days. Yeah, that was definitely Todd when guys, early days. When you guys were a, a black metal band. Yeah, <laughs> a black gaze band. <laughs> Now we're just a gaze band. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Um, Man, you're on fire. I am on fire today. What are you getting? It sounds like you're getting up and going to slam the thing down again. It's time for our second beer. Bing. Ready. God. So as as is um, kind of our standard, we go from a uh, high ABV to a lower, more easy drinking ABV later in the pod, mm-hmm. just so we don't kill ourselves. This is a four point two. I mean, it's less than five. God. Like you can drink ten of these and Do not wanna, even feel it. You want to know what this reminds me of? What? I got a gift recently. Would you like to see it? Uh huh. It's in this closet. 
Oh, I knew about this. Did I tell you about this? No. How did he you know about this? He told me about it. That is awesome. Isn't that great? We'll take a picture. Okay. We'll take a picture. And uh, or, so or maybe uh, I'll put it. Uh, we when we take the picture of the beers, we can put that in the picture. Yeah, it says Maze Pills, and it's an old uh, rugby jersey from I'm guessing the 70s, right? Right. And but the funny thing about it is, is when we were in kids, uh, Pat's sister was a, a bit older. And so uh, I think she went to Germany or something, or so at some point ended up with a jersey that said Mays Pills, and for and she bought it for Pat. And so we didn't know in fourth grade what Pills was like short for Pilsner. Right. So we, uh, in our band called Rapid Fire that we've talked about on the pod before, uh-huh. we had our song. Your first band with your friend Pat. Yeah, with Pat and David Tony. Uh we rapid fire yeah rapid fire we had a song called rapid fire uh, of course you did but and we had a song called corner store cafe but our hit was maze pills and what did you think pills meant would that they were pills that you got at the drugstore so it went maze pills at the drugstore oh 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 <laughs> it was good it's catchy right wish i could hear it yeah um, it's real easy to play. I'll show you later. It goes, right. and, uh, uh. Well, um, this is Martin House Pills. Yeah, so that made me think of it. Yeah, Martin House from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. We've had many Martin House beers on the pod before. Um, often, we've had their insane, um, like, chocolate lactose peanut butter beers whatever yeah already from the colors of this can i feel like i'm gonna like this beer better yeah so this is uh, this is more the easy drinking this is kind of uh their one of their tentpole beers and uh ultra premium lager beer yeah and it's it's one of uh the favorites at good friend matt was like you you gotta have some of this if you want easy drinking. Yeah. It's good. That is good. That's a Pilsner. Woo! It's got a bit of that, like, cornmeal taste a little bit. Kind of. Or is that just my palate? Cornmeal? I'm, I'm damn tasting something. It's got a weird kick to it. Yeah. Like, what May, is that? I might need to pour it in the glass. It's unfortunate that we don't have um, a barback station here in the studio to wash out this glass before I pour it in here, but I feel like it needs to breathe a little bit. Think so? It needs to get some air? Yeah, it needs to get some air. <laughs> I'm blowing on the head. <laughs> It's good. It's good. It's oh, good. The, it's good to look at it. I see what you're doing. Yeah. There. I mean, it is a beautiful um, golden color. I think it's just... Golden hue. I think I think my taste buds are just really messed up from the good night. Mm-hmm. Good night. I think that the, 
drinking the pills after the Red Imperial mm -hmm. makes me feel like I'm eating popcorn. You know what? It's like movie popcorn in a glass. Speaking of good day and good night, can I can I do a plug for some friends of mine that I did an interview for? Oh yeah, you. Uh, I saw you. I just sent this out it the up other day. right there. Look. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I think I think this is a big and beefy. I think this is a fascinating, uh, like six degrees of separation thing. So start from the beginning on how this even came to be. I don't even know how it came to be of how we decided to do how they want or even why they wanted to do the interview because it's a obviously a sports. It's called uh, 365 Days of Sport Out of Australia. But uh, Mr. Big and Beefy, he's Welsh, and he went to North Texas at the same time we were all there and the bands were playing, so he would go to Rick's and see all the stuff. But he does a show in Australia and um, with his uh, Kiwi Pow, and I did an interview the other day, I guess... Not this Tuesday, right? It was last Tuesday, because I'd already done it by the time... Yeah, it was like a week ago. I was supposed to do it the week before, and I think that Monday might have been birthday time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to... I'm not waking up. I'm not up. making the 745 yeah. call for the thing. And he was like, understood. All good. Let's do it the next week. And he was like, but you know, you, you might still have to wake up. Because for them, I think it was like around 11. For eight here, does that make sense? Eight a.m. here is eleven there, or ten o'clock there. At night? Yeah. So their day is already. <laughs> so I was like, "How does tomorrow go? Like, is today going to be okay?" <laughs> what, what? What can you tell me about the future? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it was really funny, and I might have been a little tipsy from the night before. Yeah. So they had you on to talk Euro. <laughs> No, I think they had me on to talk about Deep Blue Band stuff, but we just talked about Euro most of the time. I think we talked a little Deep Blue, but not a lot. It was mainly... Yeah, you'll have to send me that link, and I can... Uh, if, I, if, I get the, if I get the WordPress thing figured out at oldwaver.com... Uh-huh, we can push it out on that. I, I, I will post the link <laughs> on the episode uh, post... On our website, so people can listen to Toby. You're because I did listen to a little bit. You're like uh, two thirds of the way through into their show. Is that right? Like I think their show is like three hours long, and you are uh, maybe so like they the let back, me sleep as long as you're I like could. in the back half. Yeah, uh, is it cringeworthy? Am I all right on there? I mean, I heard like uh, maybe five minutes, and it sounded uh, good. Okay, good, because I, I, it was one of those after we finished, they, you know, I we sent a few messages back and forth, but then I wake up because I went back to sleep, and then I wake up later, and I'm like, holy crap, did I really do? What did I say? So I've been, I haven't listened because I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid that I sound like I, an idiot, I, but it sure doesn't it was, matter. I'm sure the whole thing was great. What I heard was great, and uh, it's just totally random. And uh, But it, it looks just, like it just, on his post that he predicted the final exactly. Did he? That it that, was going to go Italy, kicks Italy, Italy would, would win in kicks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But yeah, man, let's promote some Australian radio, right? What's wrong with that? We, we need to do a remote from there. Yeah. I've never been to Australia. Yeah. 
It's a long plane ride. It seems like a long plane ride, but I think it'd be worth it. Maybe. And we can go party with a Welshman and, and a New Zealander in Australia. I bet you they would know all the good places to go. Mm-hmm. They're Australian rules football guys. Are they? Yeah. Seems like a lot. I of don't them. know anything about Aussie rules. I, I don't know. know those, I don't know the difference between Aussie rules and rugby. I know those dudes when they come to the U.S. to kick for college teams are kick ass. Right. Yeah. When they come over and become punters. Uh huh. I think. Uh. Yeah. Punters or or even just kick. I think one of the guys from LSU, and I might have been at the game. Uh, took off on a fake kick and ran it like 40 yards all the way in, but pointed at the guy uh, before he went into the end zone, and so they called it back for a penalty. Cause no! For taunting. Because he was taunting. Yeah. Australian rules football, dude. This is his moment of glory. Points at the dude, and the ref just blew it. I was like, are you He's a punter. Me? Come on now. Give him his moment. He's, he's foreign. He doesn't know the rules. Actually, they might have given the touchdown. Maybe they just, that was like a, on the kick after? Did they do that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know the, the rules. The extra point or the kick. I don't know the rules. Kick off. But anyway, three, six, 365 Days of Sport radio show, Australia, if you're ever in Australia, or if you want to stream it. Look them up. Look them up. Out. We're spreading the wealth. See how there's like, you know, like there's Italians do it better group. Mm-hmm. We're in cool podcast group. We're in the HTML group. HDWOW umbrella, <laughs> even though all of the other Man. shows are probably bigger than ours. Yeah, sorry. That uh, last sip of Martin House Pills really got me. Man, it's got a taste. I'm not going to lie to you, Dave. It's weird. Something's going on. It's weird. It's uh, sandy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Martin House. They don't pay us anything. No, it's fine. It's not my favorite. You know, just just so just so our listeners know that we're real, that we're not we're not shills. No. Good night. Delicious. Good for a strong ass beer. It's really delicious. Good. Martin House Pills, not our favorite. I love plenty of Martin House beers, but this one is not my favorite. I'm still gonna drink it. I'm gonna. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink it. I may not drink another one. It does taste a little like sweat. Okay, so can we get to our my next tune so we can go to the pool? It's it's like I'm sucking on a kernel at the bottom, like an unpopped kernel at the bottom of a bag of Orville Redenbacher. Man, <laughs> they're never gonna let us out. There. Man, that's okay. I'm sorry. They're never gonna hear this. What is that? Where are they? They're Fort Worth. They're Fort Worth. Yeah, they're not gonna hear this. They're not gonna hear this. Doesn't matter. So. All right. So we have one jam left. What do you think the phrase? Like, why would the? Why would Johnny Jewel name his label? Uh, Italians do it better because of like a T-shirt. Pro- no, probably because of disco. Probably because of Giorgio Moroder. Oh, really? Uh, that's my guess. Oh. I don't know. I don't either. See, I thought when I was first looking at all this that I thought um, June's first record was called Italians Do It Better. And then I finally realized that that was the label putting it out. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm a music detective, so it didn't yeah. take me that long. And it you only cracked took me that a second. Case. Like it was just like I boom. Mean, yeah. It took at least two days, and then I was like, because it's like a mind, like a what something that's quick. A rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks is, is I was thinking rabbit. <laughs> And didn't want to say it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's what sucks. Is you said rabbit, and, and that's and you were looking I for something better it. than that. Yeah, sorry, I failed. I have you. a mind like a rabbit, <laughs> and that's why I'm a good music detective. Uh huh. Yeah, I see. You have lots of yarn on the wall, just in case you need to do a a quick uh, detective like. Yeah, connect the dots. I like to put thing. a bunch of pictures up and then have a complicated yarn system. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so where does this next band fit in the Italians do it better yarn system? Well, back back to the June thing. Uh -huh. it, it is brand new. That was like March 2021. Okay, I think, and these are brand new too. These are all. I think this might have been before the new year, but um. They've only they only have like three or four singles, and they're supposed to put out a, a record in the fall. Okay, and it's a band called Causeway. Okay, what is a Causeway to you? Um, it's something to do with water. Is it those things like um, the drainage? Like in LA, they would have a Causeway. Where in like Houston or Louisiana, we have a Bayou. A causeway is a track, road, or railway on the upper point of an embankment across a low or wet place or piece of water. Mm-hmm. So I think we're right. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's prone to flooding, certainly, because, like, if you've ever driven from, like, uh, New Orleans, like, east, mm -hmm. all of that is causeway. Would you say... Where they did the race in Greece. Remember where the Gre movie Greece, uh, Greece, or the 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 country Greece. No, Greece Lightning. Uh huh. Where the guy had the things out of the hubcap that ripped the door off. Remember, right. remember in the race. Uh huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I'm combining Greece and Rebel Without a Cause. No, no. Rebel Without a Cause, the guy went off the cliff, They right? go off the cliff. Spoiler. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler on alert. On an 80-year-old movie. <laughs> um, but in Greece, remember, they have the race in the... Is that not a close to a Causeway? I, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> so the band's name is Causeway. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And the name of the song is We Were Never Lost. And they have a record coming out soon. And I was going to play some other bands, but I decided, you know what? That was my hand hitting the table. You know what? I like Causeway, so we're going to play Causeway. That sounds great. Where are they from? I don't know. I can't find... <laughs> the music detective doesn't know. I, I looked everywhere. I the can't. yarn hit a dead end. <laughs> Yeah, as you can see where that one's dangling right there, that uh, I can't find it anywhere. I'm guessing they're from Portland or something, or I don't know. But I can't find it anywhere. Uh, and if you look it up just in two seconds and find it, it's going to kill me. But I just can't figure it out. 
I want to say Johnny Jewel had something to do with the production of this as well, but I'm not sure. Am I supposed to be waiting for you to find this? It's making me log into Facebook. See, what makes me a great what makes me a great music detective, Dave, is I can find bands before anyone else knows about them. And they're not very big yet. Okay? See, you can't find it, can you? No, I can. Oh, they where? are they are from Wisconsin. <laughs> Why do you say why do you say Wisconsin, like Wis Wisconsin? Wisconsin. What city in Wisconsin? I don't know. Well, maybe this is maybe this was just published in Wisconsin. I don't, Jesus. I know. See, it's hard. It's tough. It's hard to know. It, look, it doesn't matter where they're from. Okay. Do you want to just hear the music? Music. Like why? What is it going to ruin it for you if they're from Abilene or something? No, I think he's. I think they're based in Wisconsin. I really do. Okay, that's. I fine. really do. Um, let's go with Wis Wis Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you want to hear it? Yes. Okay, we were never lost by Causeway. So easily and took the pain. 
How did that grab you? That was good. It was it's, real good. It's a good jam, right? I like how they did the vocals on that. Do you think you're going to be a big Causeway fan? I like Causeway. You know, they did a uh, cover of Your Silent Face, the New Order track. I know. Yeah, I decided not to do that one. I know. We can play that after dark if you want. Sure. Play the New Order jam. They were very nervous about it. They were mentioning they didn't want to destroy it. Yeah, so the, the Michigan band is not the same band. Or, no, sorry, Wisconsin, Wisconsin band Wisconsin. Is, not the, is not the same band. Okay. Oh, man, I... I I can't even tell where they're from. I tell, uh, dude, it's I'm a the mystery. Music, I'm the music. You're detective, the music detective, and, and I you couldn't don't even find know. it. And you think you're just gonna rip this off of the net real quick? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, maybe if we tag them in our posts, they'll tell us where they're from. Maybe they're from the universe. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I like their jams, and I like the way that song is done. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. All the stuff we played is good. It is good. Um, before we get out of here, I did want to ask if you heard any of my ticket morning fill-in. Yes. I ran to a uh, quick pod of you the other day. Yeah, so... <laughs> so you made the top, the ticket top ten. Sweet. Yeah, so I did four days. So the Musers, the morning show on the ticket, if mm-hmm. you're not a ticket P1. I assume most people who listen to this pod are aware of the ticket, but... They're probably... If anyone that doesn't know what that is, then they're sick of us talking about it, but right. they're used to us talking about right. it, so it's fine. Yeah, so the Musers were on vacation for two weeks in the summer. And the second week was the week after the 4th of July holiday. Mm-hmm. And so I did four days of Muser's fill-in, and I was the, I was the third wheel. I was the yuck monkey. I was the Gordon role. Mm-hmm. I did hear hints from Heloise. Which was, which was a high-pressure position. That is. You didn't do any... Did you do any accents? Did you well, do any- I did. So I, I, the other... Guys that I was with was Mike Soroy, who's always hilarious, and Sean Bass, who's like got a total sports brain. And so it was a good mix. I think everybody who listened um, pretty much enjoyed it. We got really good feedback. But yeah, I did. So every day, Gordon does a character or, you know, some kind of bit. At 840. Mm-hmm, the 840 bit. The 840 bit. It's a, it's a, uh, anytime they're on vacation, anyone who fills in in that time slot, it's, it's like the albatross around your neck. Like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Because there's such high expectations, like be funny. Um, so yeah, so I had four days of it. And so I did three different characters. And then on Friday, I did hints from yeah. Heloise. Just to you know, ease into the weekend. That's the hints are easy for you. Yeah, the hints, you know, that's that's one of my signatures um, because it's just so dumb. But, but it's gold every time. Yeah. So I did um, the the characters. I did. I did uh, Connor from ninety three three Smush FM. <laughs> if anyone has ever listened to Colt. On Kiss FM, he's like the afternoon DJ on Kiss FM. Yeah. He was Connor was basically based 
on Colt from Kiss FM. Um, so he was like, he barged into the studio and, and was just uh, an annoyance. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, got mixed reviews on it. Uh, day two, I did um, Aeneas Taint Jr., <laughs> who was the... Uh, <laughs> it was... The guy who ran onto the field at the Ranger game uh-huh. when the Rangers were playing the Tigers. And so when we were talking off the air, Mike Soroy was like, well, you know, it was the Tigers and an old, old ticket bit was fake sponsorships for traffic <laughs> where they made a traffic girl yeah, yeah, yeah. read sponsorships. And so they had a, a fake... Yeah, where it's like, Jesus, give me the dang rib. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they had a fake um, NBC TV show starring Ted Danson as Dr. Aeneas Taint, mm-hmm. um, who was a world-famous proctologist in post-apocalyptic Detroit. And so he was like, so what if the the pitch invader, the, <laughs> the streaker, whatever, is the son of Dr. Aeneas Taint? <laughs> so we made him... Aeneas Taint Jr. <laughs> and so that was wheels off. And I thought that was pretty funny. And then uh, we did a legacy character on the third day. We did Sammy the Spelunker, who was part of the Burrito Jimmy crew. He's got a list. And he loves to talk sports. So he, he gave kind of a uh, recap on where are they now for all of the uh, Burrito Jimmy crew. And then he talked a little bit of sports with the guys. And that went over pretty well. I thought the best part of that was uh, <laughs> one of the guys on the Burrito Jimmy crew is uh, was Jive Talking Stew, which was one of Gordon's characters. <laughs> Jive Talking Stew was, it was based on Leon Simon on the old KLIF uh, Norm show, like Norm and Leon. Like just unintelligible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, my my or Sammy's update for where um, Jive Talking Stew was is that he had opened an online storefront for gently used uh, African tribal wear <laughs> called Dashiki no Riki, which I thought was a pretty good line. Gently used is the best part <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you know, day four was uh, was hints, mm-hmm. uh, and if if you've never heard that, I. Just rip and read hints from Heloise from the Man, newspaper. I will tell you this: going on a going on a little jog, maybe you go on a walk. Mm-hmm. It is, it's the best. Hints from Heloise. Man, it is so relaxing, it, and there, you just zone out, it, and it totally is, forget what you're doing. It's it's got a very nice pace and cadence to it. It's got craft work in the it's, back. Yeah, it's got the the theme song is craft work, computer love. So that's always in the background. <laughs> Similar to, you know, we've always got the the HTWOW bed yeah. behind us. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. makes everything better. Yeah, you just forget about it, and every now and then you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, yeah, it just. Uh, it lulls you in, and then every once in a while you smile at how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. It's all ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad that you heard at least a little bit of oh, it. Oh yeah, I definitely did. Because I, I felt like I felt like we crushed it. And did you hear our name? No. So at some point during the week, because uh, Mike Soroy and Sean Bass have worked together many times, 
and they like the handle for their show is the Shawn Michaels show. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is like some wrestler from back in the day. I don't know. No one knows that. Does not resonate with me because yeah. I can't stand wrestling. Uh, but at some point during the week, um, you know, we were talking about the uh, upcoming All-Star game. And it was just after Joey Gallo, Texas Rangers slugger, was announced as one of the participants in the Home Run Derby. And Sean Bass said something to the effect of uh, Joey Gallo is making a hot push towards the All-Star break. And Mike and I, both our eyes lit up and we were like, that's our name. (laughs) So anytime the three of us work together again, it's called the hot push. (laughs) That sounds so gross. But it's a great for a morning show, it you know. Is. You have your you have your hot coffee, and then you push. Man, that is those two words together are terrible. Hot push. Yeah. So you know, look forward to the hot push in your I'm ear. I'm ready holes. for the hot push. I'm ready for Saroy to be back on the show. Yeah, one of these days we do need to get. I mean, he's probably going to play fish or something stupid. It doesn't matter. But yeah, when we we'll just edit it out. When we get back to HT Wild Dallas. Yes, one of one of our upcoming shows, we will have Mike Soroy on, and uh, see what tunes he has to play for us. But yeah, I uh, I thank both those guys for such a great time, and I can't wait to work with them yeah, again. That's fun awesome. times, man. It's good when it's because uh, it's tough for the replacement. Everyone gets used to what they get used to. Yeah, it's just nothing. So, but, it's nothing but haterade. Yeah, so the replacements is tough, but when y'all are on there, it's it's nice because boy. Yeah, I mean, there's it, a few. There's a few of the shows which I won't get into. Right, man, that do not hit it out of the park. But uh, it's nice, at least, that the mornings were good. Yeah, it's one of those things. If you don't hear anything, that's a good thing. Like that's if right. no one is actively complaining, that means that they are at least placated enough to where they don't have to spew no, hate on the internet. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And we hope that you have been placated by the jams that we've played on this pod. To not spew hate on the internet. If you would like to actually write a review, we haven't uh, requested that in a while. If you've made it all the way to the end and you like this pod and you haven't written us a review, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, and uh, punch us up a five-star review. Punch it! And uh, write some words, because if you write words, it counts more in the algorithm. And uh, convince more people to... uh, become followers of this pod and if you haven't already become a patron join us as a patron and uh join us on the after dark we're gonna play some hot jams on the after dark later yeah tonight's gonna be weird we're gonna go to the pool and then we're gonna come back and yeah we're gonna be sunburned and wasted yeah let's do it let's do it let's listen to uh, a little bit of uh, in between days and get out of here we do need to remind you about the h2l album of the month in Between Days is the feature track. Is this the lead track? This is track one. I think it is track I think one. it is track one on Head on the Door. So if you go to positivespin.com and click on the banner at the top to uh, register to win the HGWOW Album of the Month, you could win Head on the Door, a brand new vinyl copy. Thank you to positivespin.com. Thank you to Good Friend Package. Woo! Thank you to everyone for listening. And uh, if you do want to become a patron, go to 
oldlabor.com and click on premium or go to patreon.com and search H2Wow. Be your own music detective and find us there. And sign up for as little as five bucks a month and you get the uh, bonus podcast and some merch. And you become a part of an exclusive community of people who are cool awesome. <laughs> Man, it sounds really professional when we have all the sponsors and all this stuff. I know, right? It sounds like we really know what we're doing. I mean, we're holding this thing together with scotch tape. I know, but, but it's working out. Everything is cool. Everything is cool when it works out. in between. Let Robert just sing us out. What yeah, do you think? Let's just li- you want to just listen? Yeah, let's just listen. Let- let's not fuck it up with our voices. Okay, I'm I'm taking it back. I saw I saw a thing on Twitter today. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're uh, as we're recording the pod about to be British Open time. Okay. And so they were, uh, some media outlet was interviewing the head's grounds, head, some media outlet was interviewing the head's grounds, head groundskeeper? Some media outlet was interviewing the head, the head groundskeeper for uh, whatever course the British Open is at this year. Yeah. And he's got the crazy hair and he said that when he went to America that everybody thought he was in the cure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it was crazy black hair? Yeah. That's so great. The head's groundskeeper. Heads, Why can't you say heads? Heads, head, heads groundskeeper. Head groundskeeper. There it is. Groundskeeper. That was wild. Jeez. Why was that a thing for you? Good, good, good night. <laughs>